Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. I saw this once before, a picture in my mind, colors in the air. Sunlight on a field, lovers in a dance, love is everywhere. Mm, love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Welcome, everyone, to Soul Chaser, the podcast. I'm Jim Deering, and I'm here to tell you a story that Lauren Paul Decker wrote just for you. His stories are all about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. Our Bible verse for today is truly a great one, Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Our story today is called Guilt-Edged Grace. I suppose it is okay to tell these two stories now. My years have passed by since it all occurred. However, it remains fresh in my memory. I think of it from time to time, especially when I need a sermon illustration on the issue of guilt or grace. I was a kid who knew about guilt. Reared within a strict, every-week, never-miss Sunday school regime, I was informed early in life that we all sin, and the payback for sin is death. I memorized Bible verses and even collected memory merit badges that I proudly wore pinned to my shirt. Their sheer number, a testament to my memorization skills. As a PK, a pastor's kid, I didn't have much opportunity for grand-scale sinfulness but I did manage the occasional lie when it seemed convenient. I stole a bit during my early Christian years. My grandfather's cigars were my favorite target for thieving. Oh yes, I smoked, too. While my parents were at Wednesday night prayer meetings, I would take one of the Cuban casualties of my corruption from its hiding place and sit on the back porch, puffing away. I wasn't good at hiding my guilt-ridden conscience. Feelings of culpability clung to me like cigar smoke to my clothes. In this story, after nearly setting the woods behind my house on fire, fear and guilt kept me wide awake, despite the late hour. Peering at the gentle snow falling outside my window, I called my parents to my bedside and asked if such a snow could put out a forest fire say if one just happened to be in the smoldering stage nearby. With a knowing glance at each other, they hoisted me out of my bed and began the inquisition. I sang like a canary, giving up the whole enchilada. Henry, my friend next door, and I had tried that day to make a bomb with an old bottle, some gasoline, and a box of wooden matches. By the time I got to the bursting-into-flames part of the story, 
my father had already thrown on his winter parka and galoshes. Through my repentant tears, I watched him head for the woods armed with a bucket of sand and a shovel. They are lucky they didn't set the whole neighborhood ablaze, he said upon his return. My waiting mother called Henry's parents, despite the late hour. It was going to be a while before we would be allowed to play together again. That much I knew. But back in my bed, I managed to smile. I had come clean. Confession clears away guilt in fine fashion. Now we have the second story. It's a story of my familiar deserved guilt and an undeserved grace. When I was a young boy, about the same time period as the would-be forest fire, I had a friend whose family was well known in town for their business success. By any standard, they were wealthy. Upon my first arrival at their luxurious home for a playdate with Mark, their son, who was my age, I looked about in awe at the beautiful furniture and expensive vases and lamps which filled their home. Sent outside to the big backyard by his mom, we played until supper time. Summoned by his dad to come eat, we collected the basketballs we had been using and headed through the sliding glass door into the downstairs parlor area. Trying to extend the fun, I called to Mark and sent one last pass his way. It was a poor judgment combined with an even poorer throw. Sailing over Mark's head, my errant pass landed with a crash on a beautiful crystal lamp. We both watched in horror as the loose ball also took out a floor vase and a magazine rack before coming to rest, leaving a trail of devastation in its wake. I was horrified. The sound of footsteps on the stairs meant discovery was moments away, and I was guilty. I did it, said Mark. What? I stammered. I did it, he repeated, this time to his mom, who had arrived on the scene. I watched in silence as she gathered up the broken glass. I sat quietly during supper and throughout the subsequent ride home. I spoke, not a word. To this day, my picture of the grace of God includes an image of a twelve-year-old boy calmly looking into my fearful countenance and saying, I did it. Or perhaps that same grace appears as a dutiful father in galoshes and overcoat, armed with a shovel, heading for the smoldering woods of my transgressions, to put out yet another fire. Either way, I'm grateful. Not guilty. I can rest in that. Looking back, I imagine Mark's mom knew what had really happened. I told you I could never hide my guilt very well. Back at home, when my head hit the pillow, guilt kept its usual knocking upon my conscience. But this night, it could do no damage. Something bigger had taken place. It had been sublimed by grace. I suppose that was the very night I became a Christian.
How can I thank the Lord enough for His grace? It is my life described in a single word. It is you. It is me. It is all in all, in the grace provided by His Son, Jesus. With my sin, He turns to His Heavenly Father and says, I did it. And I go free. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. For more stories with a purpose, pick up a copy of Soul Chaser, Devotions to Anchor the Soul, available on our website, soulchaserbook.com, or find it at amazon.com. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.